Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of One and a Half Asians Podcast. I'm Wu Yi, and I'm joined by Cody Goodale. I had fun, though. You had issues. I had issues. But that one was kind of fun. It was, it was definitely little... fun. I definitely got two actual laugh out loud. <laughs> and Cody actually came today. The mannequin Ooh. head Cody. I got Excited. it in the mail today. Yeah? Have you made any cuts, or is the first, I'm gonna first leave video going to be all hair? I'm going to leave it the way it is. Have it like a mellow Cody. <laughs> the, be the friend that I talk to about my problems. Yeah? I'm excited. It looks funny, Excited though. for Cody in mannequin form. I took it out of the box, and Esther was like, that really looks like Cody. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm excited. I'm excited to see well, it. Well, I showed her a picture when you had, like, a big beard mm-hmm. and long hair. Yeah. Looks similar. <laughs> it's going to be funny. I'm not quite sure what to use it for yet, but... I'll be recording something tomorrow. Yeah, that's the joy um, of, of getting it. It pushes your creative boundaries. On another note, I have 117 subscribers. Yeah! Wow, <laughs> you blew past 100. I know. So when's the... Should your next challenge? video be the Nugget Challenge? No, not yet. I'm not ready. You said 100. It, it is 100, but... But you're well past 100, Boo. Are you reneging? No, no. Your I'm losers st- are not going to be no, happy. No, I'm still going to do it. But of course you're going to do it. You have to. I have to do it, yeah. yeah. Some of the people might have subscribed because of that video so i can't let them down Woo. i'm gonna be causing all sorts of heck in the comment section on your next video <laughs> it's coming might, maybe not be, it might not be the next video but i have to be sure that the hundred that i have is gonna stay you know oh they weren't just like accidentally like, who's no, this guy exactly. unsubscribe tomorrow because it's gone down before i've had like 98 and then it went down to like 96 and i was like what the hell <laughs> I was freaking out, and I'm like, people don't like my videos. <laughs> so it's at 117, and I've been getting some pretty nice comments from people. Yeah. People saying, like, oh, I really like this direction your channel's going yeah. in. I was reading and through some of the comments. Another person today was like, um, you're super genuine, or you seem like a mad, genuine person. And well, you are. And your videos are super easy to watch, and I thought that was pretty nice. And he's from Australia. Oh, cool. So I was like, yes. <laughs> so I have a few people, like, worldwide now. Yeah? <laughs> Growing the woo brand. I, I have someone in, like, um, London, England. Yeah. Someone in Korea and Australia. And then the majority are, like, the U.S. Isn't that crazy how the world works? Yeah. Put a video up and someone across the world is like, gonna watch it but like you resonated with somebody in australia you resonated with somebody in england yeah it's It's cool cool. yeah you're making your mark on the world i say that to esther i'm like can you believe that you were born on the other side of the world (laughs) three years ahead of me and we found each other (laughs) right (laughs) and she's like what's your point (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it magic, Will? No, and then she just, like, goes, see, I'm three years older. you got to show respect. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she's not wrong. But it's pretty cool, like, reading through the comments. Most of them has been, have been pretty positive. Actually, all of them have been pretty positive since I've started to this, do this sketch format. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick with it. And well, has anyone said anything negative? No. Good. Most of my negative comments are from that review that I did of Jump Cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. People being like, your music's too loud in the background. <laughs> or like, uh, another person, I don't know if they're being serious, but they're like, 
So it costs a thousand dollars to start a YouTube channel? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, like whether I should respond and be like, no, you, no. <laughs> don't feed the hate, Lou. Respond to positive and just ignore I, the hate. I had one comment that was like negative, but I liked it and loved it anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Haters gonna hate, Lou. That's nice though, having like such a small community. I can actually write back. Yeah. And they'll write back to me. There's a few people on there that actually write to me almost like every video. Really? Yeah. That's actually cool. They like write and be like, I really like this video, man. You should keep going this direction. I'm yeah. Like, Thanks, man. I think I will. <laughs> then he'll write back, right on. A little weird, but. You should try doing a live stream. Down the road, maybe. Now, if I get into my episodes, if I actually start making a TV show. <laughs> a TV show. I like what you're thinking, Will. But that's down the road. <sighs> so, any updates on your end from the week? I made a reservation for tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm doing a new experience, Woo. One that comes highly suggested from my sister, Tara. It is a... Ooh, what's the word? Isolation tank? Immersion tank? What is it called? I think I know what you're talking about. It's like a pod that you go into? Yeah, it's a pod that you go into. Uh, It turns off all the lights and all sounds. And then you're floating in water. So it's like six to eight inches of body temperature water with several thousand pounds of Epsom salts dissolved in it, so you float really, really, really easy. And the whole concept is you kind of lose track of where your body ends and the water begins, and it's to help aid in the meditation process. Joe Rogan is a an enormous fan of them. That sounds cool, but it sounds kind of freaky as well. Um, sensory deprivation tank. You know what? It sounds trippy, and I'm I'm excited. <laughs> Where do they have them? Is it in? So there's Oldsville? a new one that opened up in Burlington, which is the reason why. Because previously you'd either have to go to Toronto or uh, the East End of Hamilton. Not that either are very far. It's just it's not Burlington, right? And how much does it cost for a session? So a single float is seventy dollars for an hour float, um, but you can get packages. You could buy like four up front and it drops the price. You could get like a yearly membership, so $45 a month, and that gets you a float per month. So now you're paying $45 per. Uh, it really depends. I just wanted to try at least once. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that I'm going to enjoy it a lot yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll do multiple floats, but I don't know until I know. And another one that they, because you're floating, it allows your spine to decompress. And yeah. after standing for 12 hours a day, on hard cement floor, kind of hunched over to do all my work. Um, I often find that my spine is uh, not in the greatest of health, so I'm excited to see the combination of the mental freedom, the spine decompression, and whatever else it brings. I'm just, it's a new experience. I'm super pumped. That's pretty cool. Let me know how it goes. Absolutely. Because I might not do it, but I might book a surprise session for Esther then, and then tell her just to go in and give it a try. Why won't you do it? If you, if Esther does it. You have to. Do I know, it. but I'll, I just want because she's really into. She's she was the first one who seriously got into meditating. Yeah. Like after we talked about it, so she's really into like mind, body, yeah. all that stuff. Well, I think there the clip that I saw of Joe Rogan talking about them says that it's like rocket fuel for meditation. If you were to meditate actively as a person, because it's a skill, meditating is a skill. Yeah. He said he actively meditated for a year, and he could achieve moments of 
full meditation where he wasn't distracted. He was kind of in the zone. And he said, getting into the deprivation tank is like an hour-long killer meditation session. It's what? like rocket fuel. What if you fall asleep in there? Uh, then it's you fine. fall asleep. You just float on... Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you said it, it's filled with Epsom salts. Yeah. And... Um, so, I'm excited. I'm, yeah, genuinely excited. It's 8, eight o'clock tomorrow in the evening. Oh, and if you go with the last session, their last reservable time slot is 11 p.m., and you're allowed to go for an hour and a half at the same cost as an hour-long session. Uh, 11 p.m.? Yeah. So you could go till like, 12.30 in the morning. That's pretty cool. For the same price as a regular session. Maybe we should do it together. Maybe I'll ask her to do it together at that time. Because then both kids are sleeping, parents are at home. Yeah, and you could both go out. Yeah. I'm really excited, Will. I think it's going to be... Yeah, let me know how it goes. It's really good. I'm very... My sister's like, she said... She can't explain how excited she is for me. If, so. you, if you enter in the fifth dimension, just let me know. Oh, if all seven of my chakras line up and I enter a state where I am one with the universe, I'll definitely let you know, Woo. Okay. <laughs> you know what really tripped me out? Like, really, like, movies... Sometimes when I watch movies and they show like another dimension that they're going in the okay. one last movie the last movie that did it to me was wait that like tripped you out yeah the last movie that really tripped me out and got me thinking was was it interstellar interstellar, interstellar. yeah with the fifth dimension yeah when matthew mcconaughey went into that fifth dimension and in saw, affected time and i was like oh my god <laughs> and i was like do you know how amazing that would be if yeah. you could just go back in time <laughs> like not back in time but like if you could time send is, messages yeah. yeah and that really tripped me out and for the longest time I was just thinking I just watched that movie over and over and over again yeah I got so much more out of that movie the second go round than I did the first time yeah definitely a, a rewatchable movie to really grasp the concept so that was that'd be cool ever since I watched that movie I'm like hey, I have to somehow <laughs> master because <laughs> you can do that apparently through meditating go back in time yeah well you can you can supposedly the the one meditation like master that I went to go see on a regular basis he was saying he regularly goes in and out of different dimensions because he has the ability to through his meditation Ooh, you're losing through, me here. And you're that's through, like, me. years and years and thousands and thousands of hours of practicing meditation. And it's a neat concept, but I don't think I could ever believe someone when they tell me that. I don't think I can believe it, but I just like to. Okay, I can be you on that I mean? level. Like, I, yeah. I just want to believe that it's possible and that it's so cool if yeah. it really is possible. Will we ever get there? Like, we'll never know unless... We dedicate we, our lives to meditation? Or, I was going to say die. <laughs> <laughs> they could invent a cool drug that gets us there. They have one. No. Yeah. They have lots of drugs. Yeah. Are you talking about DMT? DMT, yeah. Yeah. I was watching a super cool documentary. Yeah. I was really... <laughs> I was... I got, like, really into this stuff. And yep. then I... I actually considered going to Peru and trying their ayahuasca <laughs> drink and then I tried to convince 
like Esther and my tell my dad like I really want to go to Peru and he's like if you go there you're gonna die <laughs> he's like you know how dangerous it is and I'm like yeah but I'm sure they're pretty safe they have camps and you know what I think those things are some of them might be good the shaman aspect of it yeah uh, but I would personally wait until the I would imagine there's going to be some sort of drug revolution once weed is legalized. Then you'll be knocking at the door for psilocybin and psychedelics, and I think microdosing of psychedelics like that, like the LSD, yeah. on a very controlled gram by or milligram by milligram, yeah. I think that would be more uh, interesting to me than going to Peru and leaving up to a guy. True, yeah who's getting in an extract, an extract from a plant. You don't know what the dosage is. And they're making it themselves. And they're making it themselves. So clean. I know the practice that I was reading about, they create this tobacco drink. Yeah. Where um, they take a bunch of tobacco, they pretty much die, like extract the tobacco from either tobacco leaves and cigarettes, and yep. they make you drink that, and that makes you vomit. <laughs> Sorry, this is the one pretty, you wanted to do? No, nah, this... That's one of the cleansing methods that they use because yeah. they want everything out of your body. They want you to be cleansed and pure before you actually take the DMT drink. Yeah. So you can get the full effect from it. Hmm. So this Tabasco or <laughs> Tabasco <laughs> tobacco drink makes you just throw up everything. Yeah. For like, and you've I've heard like horror stories of people throwing up dying. for days. <laughs> yeah, and dying. The odd story here and there. See, but, but the fact that there's one of those stories tells I know, me it should be. It's, yeah, this is not the best way of doing yeah. it. So obviously, I didn't go. But just the, <laughs> the idea, the idea of DMT. Like, have you watched yeah. that documentary? Like, I don't know if it's the same one, but I've definitely watched yeah. documentaries about like DMT. DMT being in absolutely everything around us. Like yep. all the plants have a certain amount DMT. Yeah, if you reduce any plant material. So that's why they're saying if you experience it, and even like when like the moment before you die, it's apparently released into your. Yes. And there's a there's a part in the middle of our brain. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. But the the moment apparently the moment before you die it gets released and into your nervous system. Yeah. And that's when it and that's when you get the effect and from the from the documentary, everyone who's experienced near death has pretty much seen or experience the exact same thing yeah like they'll see almost the same patterns they'll see the same colors and the same like sensations or euphoric yeah just being in a like a beautiful nice place yeah. where they're free and hmm. i don't know if i really want to apparently like they they can see like what their purpose in life is supposed to be yeah from it gives that. you a moment of clarity yeah and my dad actually said he experienced something like that. Like yeah. He, yeah, when we were really young, he was driving on the highway. We were all in the car, and this metal piece from a truck fell through our window. What? And it, yeah, and it cracked him in the head. Oh, so wow. He, he had, like, uh, he was, like, knocked out. Well, yeah. Knocked out, and then somehow he, like, parked the car on the side, but he was, like, after he parked the car, he was, like, knocked out. And... <laughs> That's when he was saying he had this near-death experience and was describing everything that he was seeing, like a yellow field of flowers and um, different, like, hexagon patterns, all, like, all, like mm-hmm. yellow and purple. And, like, this all the same stuff that these people are describing is yeah. near-death. So 
Seems interesting. You heard it here first, people. Woo's gonna get on DMT. So yeah, anyways, the point is when you take it, if you, like, I guess smoke it with your with your marijuana, you're, you're connected with the universe. Because yep. every single thing on this planet has some sort of amount of DMT. So yep. once it's in you, you're connected, you're part you're of that. the network. So it seems interesting. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> no, I think when you start looking at stuff like that, like when you look at what the internet is, yeah. it's like a natural version of the internet. Complete interconnectedness. It's all chemistry. It's all versions of energy. I don't see why it's completely impossible. It's just a matter of getting there. I'd want to know if we ever do take it. I'd, I'd have to know 100% that this is DMT. Yeah, you would need some sort of... I don't know how we would get that. Well, that's what I'm like saying. If we start to legalize different drugs in a controlled manner. Yeah, but DMT seems like one of those drugs that would never be. I don't know. But, but like, it's not like a heroin. or It's not an opioid. It's. I don't even know what it is, actually. I don't. It's just hallucinogenic? Hallucinogenic. I think it's psychedelic. Yeah. So it's not just purely addiction euphoric based. I don't know. We'll see. I just hope now that weed is starting to become more and more mainstream, that they kind of move up to mushrooms, we start seeing psilocybin. I think that would be really cool. Progressive as a country. Well, like I said, if I ever do marijuana we're less than again, a month. We're less than a month away, Woo. When, when I do it again, I have to either be supervised. Woo. It, it'll be us. It'll, we'll go together. We'll go to nature. It'll be an afternoon where I have hours and hours of yeah, time on my hands. Yeah, zero commitment. We'll be fine. You don't drive. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not driving. That'll be a mistake. Yeah. You can ride your bike or something. <laughs> the girl just dropped her drink. <laughs> I've been there. That'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> wow, man, but the weather's going to be so bad in October. Will there, don't even get me started with global warming. There will be a day where it's like 50 <laughs> degrees out in the summer, in the fall. Maybe we should do it on a Wednesday, since that's when we meet. Yeah. Wednesday, and then spend the day together, and then Why don't we come do back. the podcast? Hi, Woo. Well, that's, that's the idea, I guess. We'll spend the day. Yeah, we can do it at Ronnie last... Creek, because they have, like, different benches, areas that are remote enough that we won't be inter- interrupted, but they're yeah. still in nature. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can actually just record on our phones. We can do this. Oh, really? Outside. What, you can't bring your laptop with you? Oh. Right? Our phones are easy. Yeah, so is this. Just put it in a backpack. I'll carry it. Okay. Okay, then October, it's... It's it's set. Done. It's a date. A little mandate. <laughs> Keep calling it a mandate. Well, you heard it here, folks. In October, <laughs> stay tuned for our high, pa- high cast. High cast? cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be a segment that we do. What, every week we get high? No, 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 not every week. Maybe once a month. You're tuning in now to the high cast. We. (laughs) A drunk cast or like a high cast. We definitely would have to do a high cast on 420. Day of the week is April. April 20th. Hmm. It's only responsible. Responsible? I don't think I can do a drunk cast. Thursday. We can do a Thursday. Yeah. High cast seems more 
doable for me. Drunk cast, I don't feel good when I'm drunk. You know me. Well, I won't force you, Woo. But if that's what our listeners want to hear, and hint, <laughs> comment, and tell us what, what, what you want to hear. Drunk or high woo? It wouldn't take a lot to get me drunk either. Or mm-hmm. just get me loose. Maybe we should just do like a drinking, like a loose, get, get ourselves just free. And well, I think that's what it should be when we get together with Ricky and Scott. Just a few drinks. Yeah, the opening sound could be like four cans being popped. <laughs> Or just, you know, sipping whiskey. Whiskey? If that's what you want to do. Then you could have, like, the nice glug, glug, glug with the ice. Yeah. Because beer is just so much liquid. Yeah, you want that condensed stuff. The hard stuff. I'm good with the hard stuff. We should drink here, out in public. (laughs) (laughs) Just have, like, water bottle? No, just commit. Pull out a glass, put some ice in. (laughs) We can't do that. Why? What's the worst that happens? We get a ticket? I'd imagine that'd be an expensive ticket. Well, we could always ask our friend Ricky, who has a drinking in public ticket. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think he got charged like 100 and... I remember it was substantial enough to be like, really? <laughs> Ricky, remind us what that ticket cost was. Yeah. And if you paid it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone, unless a police officer, I mean, there is a Tim Hortons here, donut shop, could happen, but... Just, uh, just thought, Wu, maybe rustle your feathers up, get you outside the box. It maybe, I don't know. I bring it in a water bottle just to <laughs> conceal it. Be like high school. What? <laughs> well, you didn't Did drink booze out of water bottles? Me, no. <laughs> oh. You had a weird high school experience, Wu. Did you? Yeah. At school? No, not at <laughs> school. Just high school aged. Oh. Where were you, just walking around outside? Yeah, like Millcroft Park or... didn't want to carry a glass bottle in my backpack while drunk, so I would put it into a plastic bottle. I didn't know, actually. I forgot that you're not allowed to drink in public. It's such a weird... So I was walking outside like a month ago, just drinking a beer. Yeah. Just taking a walk with Esther, and Esther was like, I remember you can't show that if, if a police drives by. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's just a weird rule. It's a weird rule, yeah. You're allowed to drink, like, I, don't know, I would say Coke is worse, but from a health <laughs> <Yeah>. standpoint. <laughs> There's definitely an argument to be made. Both said, we'll do a one high cast, <laughs> and if it goes well, we'll plan more down the road. But I'm really, like, I know you're, you said you're not really into strains, but I'm really interested in, sour, in trying this one called Sour Diesel. Well, then make it happen. It's, uh, and I already asked Ricky about it. Yeah. I asked, like, because I just watched, um, Noriega, like he does, he speaks really. You know who Noriega is? No, no Noriega. idea. He's a rapper from like the '90s. Okay. And actually, he's still rapping these days. But he was, he smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying he's a sour diesel guy. And I've read, and I was so intrigued that I googled it, and it's apparently a sativa strain that gives you energy and makes you more creative. And yeah. I'm pretty sure when I got high. I had the opposite effect, like drowsy and didn't want to do anything physical. I wasn't creative at all because mm. I was freaking out. But uh, Sour Diesel was one I want to try. BC has a lot. I've, I might sound like a pothead, but <laughs> I've been. <laughs> I, Google, I Google a lot of like different types of, I guess, weed that you can buy. Yeah. And 
BC has like a lot that you can. I don't know how safe it is to order because it's not legal yet. Like I think it's. I know plenty of people who order all order their from weed. BC. Yeah, via the mail. Yeah. yeah. They have like those cartridges, like those tanks yep. that you can buy as well that are like distillate, clean. Oh. Yeah. Like super strong. So like be, shatter and all that stuff. Yeah, they that that kind of stuff as well. But then they also have this other clear liquid, not the like the stuff that I have. It's like a stronger THC. Well, why don't you just smoke weed? Like, just start with the basics. <laughs> what are you doing buying super potent liquids? <laughs> oh my god. I'm not yet. I'm just I'm just looking into your other cartridges. I still have them. Yeah. I need a I need a better vape. Yeah, I need a better vape pen. Honestly, we just do it as nature intended. Burn burn it and smoke. Because the satisfaction I would get is from seeing, maybe it's because I'm a newbie, but I like seeing smoke. Or I like seeing vapor. Like, yeah. I would like to see a lot of vapor. And then the vapor that I get from the crappy one I had <laughs> wasn't very much. So I was like, I must not be doing this right. Sorry. Why don't you just get a vape then? If, or you, you yeah, want, that's what I'm looking for. You want a vape. I want a vape, but I want a better quality, like, battery and tank. For smoking pot or just in general, you want to see smoke? I think the one that I had, yeah. when I first bought my liquid THC, I think that was a crappy battery and a crappy tank. Because I got it from like a Fortino's. It's not really a but great... But like, I don't understand. Why do you want to see smoke? Because then you know it's like kind of burning. Well, not burning, but, but you it's know not, it's, it's like the quiet... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, No, I don't, I don't <laughs> get this. For example, it took me... This it, is like it, getting a loud muffler so you drive faster. No, no hear it's me out. It's the same thing, Lou. Hear me out. I'm hearing you. It took me five... Puffs? Five puffs to feel high. My... What I think is... It, it, either the battery wasn't strong enough, or the tank wasn't good enough to... The yeah. coil wasn't getting hot enough, maybe to create enough vapor for me to feel it. Yep. So maybe with a better tank and a better battery, it would only take one big hit. I'd be blowing You know what clouds. always works, Lou? I'd be blowing Smoking clouds. <laughs> you don't need a tank or a battery. You just need a lighter. For example, the, the vape that my dad had, the one that he, my older brother got for him, yeah. produces massive clouds. Just massive. I've seen those things, just but those are hit. designed to make. Yeah. I could imagine if I put my THC in that, it would just... <laughs> well, well, then do it. Let's jump in. Let's do it. So I'm thinking about maybe a better battery. And then I'll let you try it first, just so you can tell me if this is strong or if it's not strong, because you're more experienced than I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when we do it, I will do the real thing. The real thing? The real thing, not, the, not through a vape pen. You're going to smoke... Yeah. Weed, yeah, like and regular you, person. And you will do it through the other thing. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I have a tried and tested method to get to an appropriate level of high. Not even like one. Not one for puff. the podcast on a different yeah. day when okay. like you I can time. afford to be super stoned. I'm just wondering how big of a difference it is between like the different strains. I'm pretty sure. Like I don't know what I got last time because even on their website, the website I ordered from said it's a hybrid. I don't know what the percentage is of either one, like 50% this, 50% that, or... Or 70-30. Like, well, Wu, now you're going to find out. I want to try a sativa strain. Maybe I'll what be the most... day of the week is October 17th? I'm going to guess Thursday. Or Wednesday. It's a Wednesday! It's a Wednesday? 
Okay. Go. Let's do it, Wu. Might have to get the right strain, though. Could I get it that fast? There should be outlet. There should be outlets where you can get it on that day, right? <laughs> There's outlets we can get it right now. Yeah. In Hamilton? All over the world, Wu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still don't know. I'll go and buy it for you. A sativa strain, okay, Cody? I'll get you the exact one you want, Wu. Sour diesel? Yeah. Okay. I'll pay. <laughs> well, I would hope so. I'm not just going <laughs> to buy you weed. Well, why not, Cody? <laughs> I'll buy you your first gram, Wu. Okay. And then that's probably all you'll need. <laughs> for the full year. How often are you smoking pot? That's the question. Not often. I would exactly. only see it doing, even if we were doing it often, it would only be like once every two months or something. Yeah. Just to give our fans a little treat of how we act. <laughs> It'll be when uh, Wu does his Hunger Nugget ch- challenge. Yeah. Challenge came at the worst time because I'm eating so clean right now. Yeah. For the last three weeks, I've been eating super clean. Lentils, brown rice. Haven't Why don't you make like lentil nuggets? <laughs> mm. Lentil cakes? Do you like falafel? I can make you a hundred. I, I love falafel. I'll make you a hundred falafel balls. Yeah. Yeah. I love falafel. I could. That's doable. Yeah. Still could be fried, but. Damn. Well, fried in avocado oil. It came at the worst time. I was like, ah, because now if I have any everything greasy, my my body reacts to it. I think. I was gonna and say, Wu, you're looking felt. Yeah. Yeah. I lost another kilo. There you go. It's, I'm getting close to close to my high school, my high school, school days. Woo. Well, my way in is tomorrow, so we'll see what happened. Yeah, it was only the first week, and it wasn't a full adoption of any diet. It was just about moving more and reducing the amount of crap I ate. So, how do you feel? So today, when I was at the gym, I felt better than this time last week when I was at the gym, but I still don't feel good. I still like am in a deficit. My range of motion still needs to improve a little bit before I can start lifting weights. Like, I felt comfortable uh, deadlifting today. I was able to pull the bar off the ground with ease. Uh, but getting into the squat, uh, my hip adductors were really tight, and it was really limiting me in the bottom of the squat. So didn't push any weight on there, but just tried to get the range of motion back, you know? Did you get high again before this workout? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Went in, played some ball, enjoyed it, worked on my sham god. <laughs> It's getting good, Wu. And uh, it's the illusion. You think it's getting good. No, Wu, it's everything, good. Everything feels good. Uh, and I've been dropping uh, half court shots. Yeah. Like pull up half court threes. Except it has to be good. off. Like, like I have to be in a jog, and kind of two step into it. But I was hitting 40 percent from out there. Was this going to be a regular thing, like getting high before you work out? Or just um, it usually is in the beginning, and eventually the urge to goes away. But every once in a while, especially when like my body's really tight and sore from work, yeah, I am a much more committed stretcher while high than I am sober. If I'm sober, I want to go in and work out and get my get my reps in, get under the bar and push big weight. Whereas if I go in and I'm high, like today, I spent fifty minutes stretching in between basketball and working out. And that 0% chance happening if I was over. I would have gone from the court when I like had my heart rate up, and I was sweating, and I had my tunes in. I would have gone directly to the bar, cleared up my little area for my circuit, and done, done weight. Uh-huh. But today I went upstairs, 
got under the rings, stretched out my pecs. My lats are super t- so, uh, tight. I didn't realize just how tight they were. That's going to be like a big uh, focal point for the next little while. Yeah. My lats were like shockingly bad. Hmm. Like I, I don't know why they were like that all of a sudden. So we'll see. It's good that you're going more regularly now, though. This is a season that you said you like yeah, to work out. Yeah, this is when it starts. This is when it starts. When it starts getting chilly, I'd like to go to the gym. I think it's... it. I actually, today, while high, had a moment of clarity while walking back to my car. It's like the breeze came up and it smelled very much like fall. And it reminded me, like one of those olfactory flashbacks, to being out at the football field in high school. Because that was, in high school, was when I really... It was the first time I exercised regularly was having structured team sports. So being outside at this time of year, that that smell was very... And I think maybe that's why I like to start working out this time of year because that's where I kind of trained it in high school. Whereas in the summer times, we would play ball and like I'd run around and do exercises, but I wasn't... It wasn't a strict, regulated format. Yeah, I I noticed that too. I know what you're talking about. Like when the breeze hits you and you just feel the weather and the temperature yep but i'm the kind of the opposite though i I, when that hits me it's like almost like a depressing feeling really like oh man like winter's coming yeah like being outside when it's not warm anymore yeah you have to wear kind of a jacket oh i love wearing a jacket you have to wear a jacket and everything's kind of gloomy all the time it's not it's not summer it's definitely not summer there's a difference in the sky yep there's a difference with sun rises the, later, goes down earlier. There's a difference with how the pavement looks, with just how everything looks. You have you seen the leaves? They're changing. Yeah. So I'm complete opposite. I feel a little bit depressed when this season comes around. Oh, don't get me wrong. I definitely get affected by the weather like that. Yeah. Not. I wouldn't say I get very sad. I just, I just take a moment to remember, but like, ah, yeah, the weather's changing. Damn. <laughs> Damn. But now we're entering turkey season. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas I'm, down the line. See, again, I, I'm worried because I'm still, like, I'm on my diet. Yeah. And always through the season. There's just so many excuses to eat stuff. Like, but well, you know, you can splurge, especially the diet that you're trying to follow. Yeah. Just go high fat, high protein, and just skip all the carbs. I love carbs. We all love carbs, Woo. They are literally a drug. But just do it up, Woo. I've been pretty good. But that's true. I've been eating this Thanksgiving. I'll just eat a lot of meat. Not just a lot of meat, but like a lot of the fat gravy. Yeah. I love gravy. Who doesn't, Woo? (laughs) I love gravy. KFC gravy. (laughs) Never had it. No? No. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, here we here we go. It's very salty. Of course it is. Have you ever seen that South Park? I guess like South Park had an episode where they had KFC and everyone they got rid of all the KFCs oh, in like, yeah. the town. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they realized that they only put KFCs in like poor neighborhoods. Yep. And they treated almost like the Crack. gravy as like a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like the kernel. <laughs> The colonel, oh, yeah, the, the Colombian colonel. The, the colonel was, uh, like, the kingpin. And, and Car- <laughs> Car- 
Cartman was eating all of the supply. Yeah. And he's like, you're supposed to... <laughs> I gotta watch that episode again. <laughs> South Park is so <laughs> funny. South Park is such a good show. <laughs> Just thinking about him. <laughs> yeah, in the opening scene, all the kids want fried chicken and Cartman eats all the skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, God. He does the one thing that good drug dealers are not supposed to do is yeah. eating the supply. Eat your profit. Uh, but yeah, try try some KFC. KFC gravy. I haven't had KFC in the longest time. I've been more a Popeye's guy for the past few years. Did you have the Raptors app last year with the with the Popeye sponsorship? Nope. Oh, sorry, Wu. Why? What happened? So every time the Raptors made more than 13 three-point shots in a game... You got free chicken fingers. All you had to do was buy pop. Oh, man. You know how many times they didn't achieve that last year in an 82-game season? It was like 15. It was like a guarantee every game. Damn. Yeah. So much free Popeyes. I love Popeyes. And you didn't... It's not like the Pizza Pizza promotion where you had to have a ticket to the game. You just had to have the Toronto Raptors wrap. Toronto Raptors app. The app on your phone? That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, so we'll see if they do it again this year or they lost a <laughs> shit ton of money. This year, it's risky for the, for Popeyes to do it this year. Yeah, the, the Nick Nurse was saying, well, like we got better as the three-point shooting team, so I don't see why we wouldn't see a bump in that. Yeah, especially like the players that they lost and upgrading to Danny Green. Yeah, it was y a Leonard. net game. We lost our worst three-point shooter, and we gained two really good ones. Were Raptors, like, the fourth in the NBA for three-point shots made? I know they were up there. Because it was the Rockets, Golden State, some other team. And I'm pretty sure Raptors were up there. Yeah, absolutely. I was reading another article today that they're, it, it shouldn't be a surprise if they become, like, the... The Warriors of the East? The leader, yeah. The leader in three-point shooting for yep. the whole NBA for the next season. I can see it happening. Be super, I'm so excited. Super, super exciting to watch the Raptors this year. I'm like, I'm actually, if because these articles really like pump you up for this. Oh season. yeah, they're like, oh my god, they could be the Raptors or they could be the Warriors of the East. Yep. Especially their lineup is super scary. I've never super switchable. I've never seen a Raptors lineup. We I've haven't never, had anything yeah, close. I've to never this. been so excited for a Raptors lineup, and. Um, I've read like another thing like Paul George talked to Kawhi Leonard yeah. and said because they're both from like the same area in LA okay and saying he just told them just go in give everything you have to the team that you're playing for see where it goes at the end because we all know what happened with Paul George like, oh, he yeah. stayed with the Thunder and he, he which is super surprising to he me he pretty much gave Kawhi Leonard the same type of advice so just go in there with an open mind play your heart out for the team that you're on yep. and you might change at the end of the season he's gonna fall in love with the fans I think the media like our stupid media might be a little much for him but hopefully like Masai kind of jumped in for that one stupid question and uh, hopefully a lot of the teammates of Kwai do the same thing for him what stupid question was that it was I forget who asked it I think it was the guy from the Toronto Star not Star not Doug Smith the Toronto Sun he said, Toronto has a history of uh, not being able to retain their star players. Oh, yeah, yeah. How much uh, star marquee free agents don't want to sign in Toronto. And before he could even direct it to Kawhi, 
<laughs> Masai jumped in. He was like, hey, hey, listen, believe in yourself and believe in the city. That's an old myth. Season's starting soon. Oh, my God. The preseason is very close. So hopefully we'll have some more basketball talk. But other than that, that's it for me this week. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk with you soon. See you later. I kept that whispering part in last time at the end of the podcast. Whisper. ASMR. Whoa. <laughs> That's enough, Cody. <laughs>